Audio Chimera, a subversive podcast taking refuge in the sanctuary of allegory about the fragility of memory. This is episode number 58, The Christmas Spectacular. Okay, maybe it won't be that spectacular, but since so many TV series always have a Christmas episode, I thought that perhaps I should too. When I was growing up, the Christmas season was always fraught with anxiety. Uh, my aunt and mother were constantly having arguments about things, which is strange because we always put the decorations in the same place. We had the uh, aluminum tree with, of course, the color wheel in front of it, uh, in a particular corner of the living room. Uh, the cardboard fireplace with my uh, Japanese Santa Claus, which I still have from the 1960s, uh, would stand on top of it. The little elves would have uh, would be thumbtacked to the chimney on either side of him. Uh, the platform for the trains would go in another corner. And so everything always uh, wound up being exactly the same. Um, we also had the same... Christmas balls ornaments every year, um, which pretty much always went on the same branches that, you know, the same aluminum tree had. So I didn't understand why there was always an argument about where things went. I have to say also that these arguments then continued in my later life. My late wife would uh, always purchase the biggest tree possible for the living room, which was always too big for the 12 foot high ceilings. And then uh, I would try to put uh, uh, Christmas ornaments on it somewhere, but I would be told that was in the wrong place. And eventually I just said, just tell me where to put it. It doesn't really matter, you know? And uh, how is an ornament in the wrong place in the first place or second place? I don't know. But anyway, that didn't really make any sense to me. Um, uh, other events of Christmas uh, that I remember, unfortunately, one time when I was living in Hazleton, uh, I was up late, the lights were on, and a couple of drunk guys came down the road. How they found the road, I don't really know, but they decided they were going to pound in my door, and eventually they grabbed the wreath off the uh, holder and ripped it down and took it with them. So that was kind of scary. Uh, very strange. Other memories of Christmas include coming back from California and spending two weeks with my in-laws without a vehicle, with no way to go anywhere. We could have borrowed their car, but if there was three flakes of snow, that meant a blizzard and we were just stuck in the house and not going anywhere. Now, on the positive side of Christmas, I have to say that I did have a good childhood and uh, I would always make my Christmas list and I pretty much always got the things that I wanted. I have photographs from every Christmas, and so there I am posing with my giant telescope. Uh, I have one with the chemistry set, uh, the microscope. I was very science-oriented and uh, thought I would be a scientist when I grew up until I took freshman biology. I actually talk about that in Immaculate Misconceptions. 
but I did get some really cool gifts. I remember one uh, Christmas I asked for a uh, Wagner Tannhäuser LP. Uh, why I like Wagner as a teenager, I have no idea, but I got that. Um, so gift giving was always cool for me and uh, always problematic for me as well. And what I mean by that is me as a gift giver has never been very good. I'm horrible, or at least I used to be, horrible at picking out gifts for people. And uh, it's like, what do you get somebody who has everything or doesn't want anything or has an expectation of something, but you don't know what that expectation is. And so for many years, uh, decades, that's been a problem. Now, I think I am getting better at gift giving. Uh, in recent years with Joyce, um, she drops enough hints or says something would be nice and so I make a quick mental note and preferably put it on my phone so I'll remember it or uh, surreptitiously uh, buy it on Amazon while she's not looking. So I think I'm getting better at gift giving, but I guess we'll find out in a couple of weeks with Christmas 2022. <laughs> And along with better gift giving, I'm trying to be better with decorating too. Uh, the other day I was putting out the Christmas lights and there was one strand that was blinking and it drove me crazy. My OCD kicked in and I said, no, we can't have one flashing strand of lights. It looks like it's a malfunction. And so that had to go and I had to restring and fix something else so it works better. As a kid, I also had the train set, as I alluded to earlier, and we set up the nativity scene with the manger and everything. And I guess I was expressing my inner theatrical creativity, which hadn't quite surfaced yet, but was lurking there. And so I remember, you know, looking at the nativity scene with a very directorial eye that the camels had to be sort of arranged in a triangle. I didn't even know about that back then, but uh, I put them all in a very nicely asymmetrical but pleasing to the eye way that I would later duplicate in the theater. One of the things I had, by the way, uh, with the train set was the water tower and it had the, the spout that would go up and down um, so I could pretend that I was filling the train with water. Years later, I'm showing the great train robbery to my intro to theater students and I, I sit there and I thought, do they know what this is? Do they have any idea what this thing is? Um, because I did as a kid with my train set. So over the years, my approach to Christmas has been sort of ambivalent. Uh, I hate the arguments. I hate the long discussions. Um, but there are aspects of it that I actually care for. I'm trying to get to the point where I'm not throwing Molotov cocktail words at Christmas because of the over-commercialization, which is certainly true. Um, I remember walking down the aisle at Walmart right before Halloween and seeing Christmas trees. I think I posted that one on my TikTok. Um, the fact that it's, quote, the most wonderful time of the year, unquote, and that we are all supposed to believe that there are magical transformations happening to people and all the movies show that uh, the, it's the wonder of the season doesn't really seem to match up with the fact that we have war and homelessness and poverty and political arguments going on constantly here and abroad. And 
it would be great if everything just stopped and everybody just said Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays, you know, because I know there's a war on Christmas. And if we all just did, in fact, get along, and let's say Happy Holidays because there's not just Christmas, but people don't stop hating and being in conflict with one another, and I really wish they did. I guess that's what I want for Christmas. In the end, I think what I'm really saying is we should enjoy the season, not stress over it, not worry about if we bought enough gifts or expensive gifts or the right gifts, or do we have the right food and how are we going to meet and who's going to be with whom and all that kind of stuff. It's supposed to be a time we enjoy, and it's so rarely enjoyed by people, again, who are so stressed about it. Let's just take a breath, de-stress, and wish everyone a happy holiday of your choice. Anything you want to hear more about from this podcast, I can elaborate. You can get in touch with me several ways. Join my Facebook group, Audio Chimera. Message me on WhatsApp. The number is available on the Facebook group. Leave me a voice message at 724-835-4074. Check out my website and blog at musifier.org. That's M-U-S-O-F-Y-R.org. And finally, check out my Linktree for everything at Linktree, that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Stephen Shrum. Oh yes, that's Stephen with a P-H-S-C-H-R-U-M. Intro and outro music composed by John Rust. Check out Sound of Rust, that's one word, on YouTube. This is Stephen Shrum. Thanks for listening to Audio Chimera.